Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. Romulus and Remus. Here to read it to you is your storyteller, Erica Sanderson. This is part one, the start of the fun. So, with a wink and a grin, let us begin. My name is Looper, and I don't mind if you want to sit a few meters away from me. After all. I am a wolf, and talking makes me hungry. So if you get too close, I might just forget to stop and think, and gobble you up instead. I wasn't always such a thoughtful wolf. As you can see, I'm a very large wolf. I once heard Shepherd Forstilus say I'm bigger than a horse. He was hiding in his barn, worried that I might catch and eat him. Instead, I stole three of his sheep that night. I stole three of the shepherd's sheep every night, except for the nights when I stole four. Soon, he didn't have any sheep left, which was annoying because I started to get hungry. I think Forstilus began to get hungry too, because I later saw him practicing how to throw a spear at a painting of a wolf on the side of his barn. But that was the same day my life changed. I left the fields and began prowling along the River Tiber. Wondering if I could teach myself to fish, when I heard a sound that warmed my heart. <coughs> yes, it wasn't really a pleasant sound. I didn't know why it warmed my heart when my ears were telling me to get as far away from it as possible. Curious, I followed the sounds to a patch of long grass, and there, in a basket. Were two baby human boys who looked exactly the same as each other. Of course, I wanted to eat them. I was a wolf, a wolf as big as a horse, and a wolf who hadn't eaten a sheep all day. But I stopped for a moment and thought. I was also a mother, and there was something about that cry that reminded me of my own cubs. Sheep could run away. Babies were helpless. Just then, I heard a voice that sounded like water running down a mountainside of crystal. Not many wolves would do that, you know. I looked up and saw Tiberinus, the god of the river Tiber, whose entire body was made of water and wrapped in a toga of lily pads. I asked him, "Do what?" Stop and think, he told me. Most wolves would just see food and eat it. You have stopped to think about what you are seeing. I frowned. They made me do it. They reminded me of my own cubs. Tiberinus nodded and said, "These twins could make a lot of people stop and think. If they do that, they could help the world become a better place for everyone, including wolves like you." But right now, they are helpless. Could you look after them, Looper? 
I looked back at the twins in the basket. A wolf looking after two baby humans? That sounded ridiculous. But would the world really be a better place if people stopped and thought? Would I be doing a good thing if I looked after these babies? Then I realised I was doing it again. I was stopping and thinking. I turned back to Tiberinus, but he had already vanished. Cheeky sprite. Those gods always knew what they were doing. I took the basket's handle in my jaws and carried the babies back to my cave. That night, I slept in my cave with the two baby boys curled up in the fur of my belly. A stone suddenly bounced and rolled across the ground, and I snapped awake. With my sharp, wolverine eyes, I had no trouble seeing in the dark. There, at the mouth of my cave, was Faustulus, getting ready to throw his spear into me. That was part one of Romulus and Remus. To find out if Looper manages to protect those twin babies, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Looper's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better, tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.